Well, as you've been hearing this morning, the nation's workplace health safety ministers will meet this afternoon to discuss a ban on engineered stone. And as you heard from Tony Burke, he clearly has the support to get this through the meeting. David Crow is the chief political correspondent with The Age and the City Morning Herald. David, hello. Morning, Patricia. You heard Tony Burke there. We will see a ban, right? I think so. I think it's going to be very difficult for the state and territories to say, no, we need more time. I mean, the, the National Dust Diseases Task Force had recommended a ban from, I think, the middle of 2024. So Tony Burke is uh, stepping on the accelerator, basically. He wants to move faster. I think given the concerns that we've seen and the 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 real danger of, of major health risks to a lot of workers, uh, the states and territories um, will, will need to... Uh, agree to some plan. Now, it's, we're all depending on their laws changing. So they have to uh, not only agree today, but also set out a pathway where they change their state and local uh, and territory laws, because that's how the ban would take effect. Let's move to superannuation. And, uh, you know, I asked the minister there about broken promises. He said, new information post-budget. We've now seen, um, not post-budget, sorry, post-election, to be clear. Mm. Uh, we've seen a couple of Liberal backbenchers, Russell Broadbent and Bridget Archer, backing a, a conversation on super tax concessions. It's a little awkward for, I think, Peter Dutton, who's been running uh, attack lines on superannuation. Um, how does the government handle this? I mean, this must be helpful, obviously, having these two. I think so, and I think the government's approach will have to be to push on push on with the debate. Tony Burke says there's a valid debate to be had. There are large tax concessions going at the very top end. I think it's very difficult for the government because there are quotes from the uh, weeks before the election where they seem to just dismiss the whole idea of touching super. Mm. That's not the case now. That's never an easy situation for a political leader. Anthony Albanese has to confront that, has to deal with being asked, as he was on the project on Sunday night, about what he'd said during the campaign. But then they've got to actually explain why they need this change. I found it fascinating talking to Russell Broadbent, the Liberal MP, yesterday. I mean, he, he's fed up with the argument over election promises. He wants an, a debate about the substance. But he does say, and I think this is really key, the government has to seek permission from the Australian people for a change. It has to explain what it needs to achieve and why. Make the case, and then I think it can bring the Australian, or he thinks, it can, it can bring people with it. Um, and I think we're not at that point yet. There is this discussion about a three million cap uh, and why the tax breaks are so generous to people at the top end. But I think today is a really important day because Treasurer Jim Chalmers will release a tax expenditure statement. It'll show that the tax concessions on super are worth 50 billion or so each year. And we'll be able to use that data to then look at how it skews, uh, what are the benefits going to the very top end and what are the potential solutions? With those facts on the table, I think we get a better debate. Just finally on wages, uh, the, obviously Tony Burke has carriage of, of the issue of wages as well, inflation running pretty high and therefore you know, people aren't feeling wage rises. Uh, at the same time, profits are up for companies and uh, the ACTU arguing that's um, causing the inflation we're seeing. Uh, Tony Burke kind of dodged that, not an economist. Well, Sally McManus is uh, not dodging it at all. She's making the point that... <laughs> she's that, not worried about that, not being an economist. Yeah, she's, she's making the point that the, that the profits are to blame for some of the price increases. Now, I think um, 
the, the key data is that the, the corporate profits were up 10.6% in the December quarter. Now, that's above inflation and it's, you know, real wages are going down, as we know. So 10.6% is a very, very healthy result for corporate profits. There's one element of caution, which is we saw yesterday Woodside, uh, the oil and gas producer, you know, had an incredible profit number. Um, so if, I, I, I do wonder about the, cor- the state of some companies in the economy outside the resources sector, right, because of those oil and gas prices and coal prices. But setting that aside, I think there are genuine concerns in the government about uh, the, the skew, the, the wage profit uh, balance or imbalance as they would see it. And we know from our polling at the Herald and the Age, a lot of people think that resources companies deserve to be taxed more. So I think there is this debate at a big level about uh, what's happening with wages compared to profits in the economy right now. Very interesting stuff, David. Always lovely to pick your big brain, but you know, <laughs> but you, you, you let me just pick whichever bit I like and it's, it's always enjoyable. Thank you, David. We do our best. Thanks, Patricia. David Crow, Chief Political Correspondent with The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. You're listening to ABCR in Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.